we're so grateful that he's still the center of our joy today. He's still the old saints used to say, um, he, he, he's the, the master's love, the, the, the joy uh, of the whole earth. And so we are so grateful. Again, thank my sister, Sister Rogers. That's by way of where are you located now? She's in Durham. Oh, in Durham? Okay, great, great. What you know about Durham, North Carolina? What do you know about Durham? Lord, have mercy. I am a native of uh, Durham. I'm a Durhamite. I believe in the, the Boer City. There are some good things can come out of Durham. I'm reading a book uh, right now. I'm reading a book, uh, Sister Bright, uh, entitled... Uh, the best of enemies, right? race and redemption in the New South. I'm reading that right now. And it <laughs> talks about Durham and the Black Wall Street. A lot of history, a lot of history in Durham. So Yes, I know about the Black Wall Street. And Atwater was a good friend of mine. Is that right? Okay, wow. Absolutely. <laughs> wow, a lot of history. Excellent, excellent. Good friend of mine. Well, it's, it's after Saints, it's after 12. We're gonna, I'm going to stick a for time doing things in DCC and in order. Uh, Sister Peggy, lead us in prayer. Kind Father, we just thank you for one more hour. Thank Another you, God. Another hour, God, that you've set aside for us to come to your throne of grace. Yes, We Lord. just thank and praise you, Father God, for each word that's going to go forth that will enrich our souls. We thank you in the name of Jesus for each listener on this line. And Father God, we just thank you for whoever invented the telephone, that it was a good thing. We may not have known it all the time because someone has used it for a gossip line, but God, we use it for the line that goes straight to your throne. And we just thank and praise you, God, that you are the listener. You are the one we can lean on, the one that you are the one, you're the one that's taking care of us right now. And we bless each and every one on the line. We bless each and every one that's coming on. And we thank you for the hour, Father God, that we will learn more of you, Father. We bless your holy name in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. God bless you thank you so much for that prayer and petitioning <coughs> I'm going to mute everyone at this time as we give attention to God's word for God's people at this noon day and so it is uh, we are so grateful for all of you again continue to share with others and invite others to join us every noon day I, I put on my heart sister bright God put on my heart that we're going to engage the noon, the noon conference call um, up, up to Easter, up to Good Friday. So we want to keep that momentum so we can maintain um, contact uh, with parishioners, with God's people, even in the midst of this pandemic. And so it is, there's a verse found in Job. Job, if you have your Bibles with you, if you have your Bibles, if you have it on your phone. Today I'm coming from reading the New King James Version, Job chapter 1. I'm going to begin at verse 13. And this is what it says. Now there was a day when his sons, referring to Job, and daughters were eating and drinking wine 
in their oldest brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabaeans raided them and took them away, indeed they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. And while he was still speaking, another also came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants. I, I just end there. I end there. I, I want to just speak from the subject in this, in this delicate time. I want to talk about leading through loss during the coronavirus pandemic. Leading through loss during the coronavirus pandemic. Let us pray, God. We thank you once again. We thank you for your many blessings. God, we thank you for those who are able to join us at this noonday as we seek your face. God, we know that you are the rock that's higher than I. We know that we still have the joy of the Lord. We are redeemed. We plead the precious blood of the Lamb. And so now, God, always be with us. If you can hold back the night, you can keep us moving forward. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray our Lord and Savior. Amen. Leading through loss during the coronavirus pandemic. Leading through loss through the coronavirus pandemic. Here we find saints, we find Job losing his property. He not only loses his property, uh, Sister Peggy, Sister Bright, Sister Rogers, he loses his children. If you know anything about Job, Job was a, a real man in history. Ezekiel names him and, and so does James. Job was a godly man. Matter of fact, he was a wealthy man. And a man with sincere concern for the needs of others. If we need nothing else in Christendom, it is a concern for the need of others. You can't just think about yourself during this pandemic, but not only yourself and your own family, which is noble, but also think about your neighbors and those who are affected around you. And so that's why as pastor First Baptist Missionary Church, that's why I have through God's leading, I've suspended gathering for Sunday worship to further notice because we want to ensure the health and safety relating to this virus. We want to be concerned for the need of others. So it is in the same way with Job. However, Job is also a perplexed man but he could not explain why God should permit him to experience so much trial. 
All of us are facing trials. It's just not for your neighbors. It's not just for your home. It's all of us. All of us is feeling uh, this trial during this time. And so it is a thing that rises up in Job. Most people see that the concept, the theme of Job is the, the age-old question. Why does a loving and righteous God permit the godly to suffer? But if that is the, the theme of the book, the question is never answered. If you look at the book of Job, you know the story of those who visit and sat in Sunday school. The theme is better stated, how do the righteous suffer? Why is it the more we try to do good, the more we experience trials and tribulations? In just a few days, Job lost his business, he lost his ministry, he lost his wealth, he lost his family, and even his own health. Why should this happen? And all he wants to do is do the will of God. And so he had three friends had it figured out that Job was really a hypocrite. That there was a hidden sin in his life and the Lord was correcting him. So Job insisted that he knew of no hidden sin. So they began to to argue with him. You're going to have those sometimes, church, around you who's going to critique your pain, who's going to critique your anxiety, who's going to critique your every action. So it is, Job insisted that he knew of no hidden sin. But please note that God states clearly that he had no cause against Job. But sometimes the storms that we we sit in, the storms that we go through, just maybe God is trying to bring out the best in us. He's trying to bring out the best in the church. He's trying to bring out the best in the ministry. And it is true that God sends correction and, 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 and chastening when his children persist in sin. We do know that. But that is not the case here. But it's also an evidence of his love. It's also true that the wicked have their enjoyment. Well, how is the church going to respond to this? How is the, the pastor, what are we going to do next? But nevertheless, God has divine purposes. God has a plan. And the truth be told, this virus, it cannot handle God. <laughs> right? He, he's not restricted by any virus. And so it is, he revealed through Job to the enemy and the angels that the testimony 
of a man of faith. Just maybe God is calling us back to him. This plague is it's not about one particular person and what they have and have not done. I believe, saints, this is a call to the nation. And so please know when, when plagues went out, when people suffered, God was calling the people to repentance. I believe that's what this is all about. Repentance. Getting back with God. So the main lesson here is this. God is completely sovereign in his dealings. And he would never permit anything to come to the life of an obedient Christian that is not for his good and for God's glory. God is somehow he's going to get the glory out of this. Just wait and see. See, God does not have to explain his ways to us. He doesn't have to explain his, his position. He, he, he's God and he's God alone. It's not enough for us to, to know that he cares that he never makes a mistake. That's the thing about it. God never makes a mistake. God knows exactly what he's doing. And I believe this is going to bring him glory. We do not live by explanations, church. We live by faith by the promises. And so when you look at the book of Job and, and how the righteous should suffer, you have heard of the perseverance of Job. And I'm crazy enough to believe that the church is going to be better. That the church is coming out of this. That you are coming out of this stronger in your faith. And what a sight in time to demonstrate what we believe. Because folk are watching you. And so I'm saying, this is a very delicate time as we lead through loss. We may have some losses, but God is still with us. Even in the midst of this pandemic. Now, Feel what you're feeling because this is a delicate time. So what is God saying? How is he coming to us? How do we lead others in such an unprecedented time of crisis? I don't have all the answers, but I know who knows. That's God. So I believe Job teaches us how to be courageous, but not just courageous, but second, pay attention to what you're feeling. It's real. What we all going through is real. Third, 
Sometimes we live in the confusion in between. I believe, but at times I, I'm doubtful. Have you ever been there? Finally, letting the old birth the new. Letting the old birth the new. What am I saying? I'm saying this, that this is an opportunity for the church to be courageous, for the church to do something new. All I'm saying is, this is a very inciting time for the church to stand up and be the church. I wish I had some help here, but I'm just so glad about it today because God is still on our side. And he has called us to, to do a great work. And that great work we shall do. But not only that great work, but also let us promote discipleship. We need more discipling, praying saints. But I'm just so grateful that we have individuals to look at, people like Job, people like Paul, people like Paul and Silas, people like Daniel and the lion's den. We all got some kind of den, but I'm just so glad about it that God was bringing us out, even in the midst of loss, even in the midst of this pandemic, God is still with us. And I just want to encourage somebody that God is still on your side. I just want to encourage somebody that he's still the lily of the valley. I just want to encourage somebody that there is power in the blood. I just want to encourage somebody this afternoon that there is room at the cross for you and I. God bless your bones. Again, we hope that something was said to encourage you along the way. God bless your bones.